If you're a leader or an aspiring leader in the business of lifelong learning, you're in the right place. I'm Salisa Steele. And I'm Jeff Cobb. And this is the Leading Learning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Leading Learning Podcast, which we are recording live at Podcast Movement 2019 in Orlando, Florida. That's right. And we are in the midst of what really does feel like a movement here in Orlando. We're at the Rosen Shingle Creek Hotel, uh, which is a, a large place. It's a, it's a big resort hotel. And I think Podcast Movement is taking up most of it. Uh, certainly, they're taking up the, the conference center. There's a huge exhibit hall here, thousands of podcasters that uh, we're in the midst of. And um, I, personally, I think it's, it's pretty exciting. It's kind of exhilarating to, to be here and know all these people are actually doing podcasting. Well, yeah, and I, I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, what our listeners will hear or not, but we're getting quite a bit of, uh, of, of just noise and excitement because there are so many people. We're right outside of the exhibit hall where there are many, many companies here supporting podcasters and podcast shows. And it's it really is, like you said, it it's in the name, podcast movement. It does feel like we're part of something that really has taken off. And so here we are to hit episode 200, which uh, is, is also very hard to believe. Uh, you know, believe that this many people are podcasting, believing that uh, that we've done 200 of these shows at this point. I'm not sure either one of us knew we would make it this far when we started this out originally as just the lead up to, to one of our events as a way to support that event. But um, you know, of course, as we like to do whenever we've achieved any sort of milestone, it's a, it's a good time to, to pause and reflect and think a little bit about the future. We've done this with, um, for example, our learning technology design events. We always do a uh, kind of after action review on those. We paused it, uh, I believe it was episode 100 that we did with- We did with Brian McGowan. That's right, yeah. And unfortunately, we do not have Brian here this time, but a shout out to Brian for, uh, for being a fan of the podcast, being on the podcast multiple times and helping us with that uh, 100th episode, um, but uh, the special circumstances for the 200th are, are, again, that we're here at Podcast Movement. Well, and it's also interesting, too, that the 200th episode roughly coincides with us um, completing our fourth year right. of the podcast and, and beginning the fifth year. And like you said, you know, I'm not sure either of us uh, anticipated that we would go to 200 episodes or that we'd be, you know, starting our fifth year of the podcast, but it really has been a tremendous um, opportunity for for us um, personally to be able to learn a lot from the folks that we interview, learn from preparing for our own episodes, and uh, yeah, here we are at this this milestone. And so we're going to talk a little bit about you know why we do this, sort of where we are with the podcast, where podcasting is in, in general. Um, before we do any of those things, so I think we should probably say a, a huge thank you to uh, everybody who has helped us to get here. Um, certainly. You know, if you're out there listening right now, thank you for doing that. Uh, and if you're, you know, a, a repeat listener, uh, repeat thank yous for that. And, and certainly thank you to uh, the companies who have helped uh, sponsor us uh, over the years. That's been an important part of our being able to, to do this. So, uh, you know, I, I think we probably just uh, couldn't, couldn't express our gratitude enough. If nobody's out there listening, if nobody's supporting, then there's no reason to, to be doing this in, in the first place. So uh, we're thrilled that uh, there, there are clearly people out there listening. We do get a lot of good feedback uh, on the podcast. So Yes, deep gratitude, as Jeff said, um, to listeners and to everyone, sponsors and others who help make this possible, the interviewees who take their time. Right. So, 
we thought we should talk a little bit about uh, why we do this, both to kind of reaffirm for ourselves, um, also for anybody who might be new to leading learning. This may be your first episode, or you may uh, have only been listening for a little while and haven't necessarily heard us talk about in, in the past why we do this, and, and also because we think you know if you happen to be considering starting a podcast, which so many uh, companies and organizations uh, are now doing, or if you're you know, trying to get more out of your podcast, really, I mean, understanding your why is incredibly important for, for any venture in life, and that certainly applies to uh, a, a podcast as well. That's right, and I think, you know, for us, one of the major whys um, is, uh, is awareness of the, the sector that we serve, the third sector of education. That's right, and we, we talk about that a lot, that we feel that there is this this third sector of education and learning, you know, it's not the K through 12 sector, it's not the higher education sector, it's that, that sector that serves the rest of life, basically, when you're done with those other things and you've still got your career and your life ahead of you. There's this whole group of, you know, organizations, individuals, businesses out there who play really a critical role and an increasingly critical role in supporting lifelong learning, continuing education, professional development, and it is, in fact, a big business. I mean, we talk about the learning business. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a big reason that, um, that we undertook this podcast in the first place, as you said, is to, to raise awareness of that, to raise awareness of that third sector, to raise awareness that, that there is this learning business uh, out there, and then to increase the appreciation for it because we feel like it has been underappreciated over time. Yes, appreciation uh, as important, more important than awareness uh, itself. And, um, you know, as you were just pointing out, this is tremendously important work, tremendously significant work that the the third sector uh, does. I mean, that, you know, without the third sector, it would be so difficult to maintain um, just a career trajectory. We know that we're changing jobs more often. We know that we're living longer um, and to, to make those the, the longer lives, to make those career changes um, meaningful and to make them actually something where we can flourish. I mean, that's what the third sector is all about. And so there's just deep appreciation for the really, really important work that the third sector does across all types of fields and professions and industries. Yeah, and I think that's important too, um, because part of the, the appreciation, part of the awareness on our part is, is also establishing a, a sense of identity for learning business professionals. I mean, we consider ourselves to be learning business professionals. We serve learning business professionals. And, uh, and for us, that transcends you know, where you might be working. A lot of people might be working in a, a trade or professional association. You might be working in a continuing education division at a college or university. You might be working for a training company. But in all of those different types of organizations, you might be a solo entrepreneur. In all of those uh, different ways of approaching lifelong learning and serving lifelong learning, you are a learning business professional. That's sort of the, the higher level category, the higher level identity uh, that you have. And we want to support that. And we also you know, want to uh, help really in, in increase the, the professionalism uh, that, that goes with that, uh, uh, help uh, support maturity as a learning business and as a learning business professional. Absolutely, and we've done work with the learning business maturity model, for example, right. um, where we're trying to help um, come to sort of a shared understanding. You know, you mentioned identity, Jeff, and I think part of identity is is not only having this label of the third sector or this label of, you know, I work in a learning business, I'm a learning business professional, but then there's also this idea around, okay, what 
topics and domains you know, do we all have in common? You know, where should we be focusing time and energy and effort? And so that's why we've uh, laid out those domains and really thought about what it might take to get more mature. And that's, those are the kinds of topics that we explore on the podcast. Definitely, definitely. And of course, I mean, those are, those are also topics uh, that, that's really at the heart of our work. Uh, that is our vision. That is our mission uh, around serving the learning business, elevating uh, the, the, the recognition and the appreciation for the business. It's probably worth touching on, you know, why do a podcast as part of that? Because we could serve that, that bigger why in a lot of ways. You know, why specifically do a, a podcast uh, at this point? Yes, I think that's a great point because we do support uh, the, the profession, professionalization and the, this idea of we can have uh, you know shared domains. We do do the, support that work in other aspects as well. The podcast being one way in which we do it. And for me, one of the things that I love about podcasting, both you know our own podcasts that we're hosting, but also just what I love in listening to others is that. To me, it seems to blend both the the benefits of on-demand access, so I can, you know, as a listener, uh, I get to choose when to listen to a podcast. I get to choose where to listen to a podcast. Mm. Um, and then it blends sort of that the benefits of on-demand, but I think it's still a fairly um, personal medium, that there is something about the voice um, that is a human connection and I think, too, because of, again, I know my own listening habits, I don't tend to listen at work, even if I'm listening to a podcast for work reasons. I don't tend to sit at my desk and listen to it. I tend to do it when I'm exercising or when I'm uh, in transit or uh, you know, washing the dishes or something like that. And so it, it tends to connect uh, with listeners in a more personal um, setting than, than the office. And you've used the word uh, intimate before. It's an it's a intimate medium because you, I mean, you really feel like uh, somebody who's doing a podcast is sort of becoming part of your space. Um, I mean, it's funny, people who will walk up to us now and they, they recognize our voices even if they haven't seen us um, before and they're, they're thrilled to connect with us in person. But uh, I mean, you know how it is. I think particularly of the you know NPR's line of, of podcast um, or the, the, the tend to come over NPR you know the Krista Tippetts um, and the uh, you know Ira Glass and uh, uh, Terry Gross those sorts of people I mean you really you feel like you know those people yeah. you know and, and they're, they're they're part of a conversation with you I, I remember talking to Kiki Latalian a while back about uh, podcasting she does such a great job and it's you know from her perspective it's the story it's the conversation that that you're building with people and I think podcasting it, it's so accessible from the listener's point of view we also liked it because it was accessible from our point of view as well I mean it's just it's not that hard to to start a, a podcast you know for any person or organization who wants to do it the, the technology is not difficult to, to master of course sustaining it you know mm. over time um, that's that's a challenge uh, um, and obviously we've we've managed to, to, to do that and, and plan to, to keep doing that but that does take a effort to do, but then you get that, that ongoing conversation, that, that ability to continually be engaged with um, the, the topics, the, the, you know, with your audience. Um, I mean, I think it helps us become better while we're also trying to help uh, our listeners become better. Absolutely. I know that I learn a tremendous amount in preparing for and then talking with uh, the folks that we invite on for conversations, and that's a, a powerful tool for me personally in my learning, and hopefully it's a powerful tool for listeners as well. Yeah, and, and of course, um, you know, one of the obvious aspects of, of podcasting is leveraging the technology 
to reach a lot of people. You can reach a lot of people uh, in a very cost-effective sort of way with podcasting, which I think is attractive to you know so many people who go into podcasting. And that might be a, a good place to talk about kind of where we are with, with podcasting at this point, because, I mean, we said at the beginning, we're here at Podcast Movement. Um, this feels like a movement here, but podcasting in general is enjoying what I think is a, a second really big wave of, of growth and popularity. In fact, you know, just in the, the past year, we heard um, uh, Tom Webster from, from Edison talking about this yesterday. They do great work, research on, on podcasting, podcasting and podcasting growth, and we'll be sure to link to the Edison report on this, but uh, he noted that um, the, the the number of Americans in the U.S. who listen to podcasts weekly has grown by 14 million over the past year. We now have 62 million people in the U.S. listening to podcasts weekly, which just blows my mind. That is a pretty amazing, I think, noteworthy statistic there. Um, just and just that growth in the past year. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. was already a big number, and then you know, 14 million more in the past year. Yeah. So you know, if you're trying to reach an audience some significant percentage of that audience is listening to, to podcasts at this point. And, uh, and of course, you know, the, the world, uh, the business world is waking up to this. Um, Apple has traditionally been the, the source of a podcast. It still is in the United States. It's the main channel, but you know, Spotify is trying to make a, a go at it uh, now and is investing significantly in, in doing that. Just bought up a couple of companies for I think a half a billion dollars or so to expand its network, and particularly outside of the United States, you know, Spotify is becoming a, a very big thing. So people really focusing on, on reaching that that network and building that network to podcast listeners. Well, and a recent uh, announcement, and it was highlighted in a, a session I attended yesterday, is uh, what Google is is doing with podcasts now. I mean, about a year ago, Google launched their their podcast app, uh, but uh, earlier this month or mm-hmm. earlier in August of 2019, they announced that now podcast um, individual episodes are showing up in search results yep. in Google. Yeah, and that's true. We encourage you to be listening to go and, and uh, search for podcast on the learning business um, and see what comes up. Uh, I, I've been doing this. I've asked some other people to do it. And Leading Learning has been coming up first in the play box um, so far. And you can play it right there on, on Google. And um, this is just going to become more and more of a thing as Google focuses on it um, as part of what Google's doing, as part of what uh, you know, NPR is leading an, an initiative around uh, podcasting data. Getting access to listener data, you know, who's actually listening, not, not the specific individuals, but in the aggregate, how many downloads you're getting, those sorts of things. That's gotten a whole lot better uh, just over the past few years. When we started out, it was hard to get any information about what kind of impact we were having um, to get any real sort of data. It still has a long ways to go, but you know we're now using a service like Chartable, which um, really gives us some insight into how many plays we're getting, where we're getting them, uh, and, and helps us to to know what's working with the podcast. And uh, of course, I'm talking about data. Data is such a, a big thing everywhere these days, and um, that's probably a good place for us to to be grateful to uh, one of our sponsors for for this quarter. Authentic Learning Labs is an e-learning company that offers products and services to help improve your current investments in education. One key product is Authentic Analytics, a dedicated suite of visualization reports to help analyze and predict the performance of education programs. Organizations use Authentic Analytics to easily scan through volumes of data in intuitive visuals, chart performance trends, and quickly spot opportunities, issues, and potential future needs. Find out more at leadinglearning.com slash authentic. 
So definitely do visit Authentic. As we said at the beginning, we're incredibly thankful to the sponsors that uh, we've had that have made this possible, and uh, Authentic is one of those, and they do some great things with data, so check that out. And uh, you know, so we're talking about um, where podcasting is, more data now, Google, get, Google getting involved, uh, Spotify uh, getting more involved, um, Apple we know is going to get, you know, I, I feel like they haven't really woken up to what they've created yet, uh, but they're, they're, they're starting to, uh, I think. So uh, a lot of growth. We're going to continue to, to see growth in podcasting and, and a lot of evolution, I'm sure, um, in, you know, and what those listeners look like and how people listen and what they listen to in the coming years. Well, and I'll just mention on top of uh, data being more available now, too, there's also been a real push towards um, having uh, standards uh, mm. around that data so that, you know, whether you're looking at, you know, uh, per platform A or platform B, that when you look at downloads in either platform, that those would actually mean the same things. And yeah. so the, the IAB um, uh, standards around that, the, is that International Advertising Bureau? Is that right, the, right, yeah. And so they've put some of those out, and now more platforms are you know, coming out saying we are IAB you know, yeah. compliant, and we follow that. So again, it seems to me a, a clear uh, step in the just the podcast um, uh, sector maturing. Yeah, that's a, when you start to get standards, that's a clear sign of maturity, and IAB being involved, the remote uh, access data initiative that NPR is involved with. So we're just going to see more of that happening. Um, and of course, with that maturity too, you know, we, we hope the entrepreneurial spirit of podcasting won't be um, quashed by that, but I, I think it's probably going to be resistant to that as a medium. Um, and that might be a, a good place to talk about um, kind of our entrepreneurial spirit, uh, how, how we see uh, growing and evolving with leading, learning, um, how, how we already have, I guess, in some ways, um, and then how we see uh, continuing to do that in, in the coming, uh, well, next hundred episodes or so. <laughs> and maybe one place to start is to talk a little bit about the show notes. I know at every right. episode, we always encourage people to check out the show notes. You can find the show notes for this episode at leadinglearning.com slash episode 200. And we do encourage you to check those out. Um, and if you haven't checked them out in a while, it would be worth going back. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I have the exact date in mind, um, but we did uh, recently um, add in timestamps. So, mm -hmm. you know, when we have show notes, it'll have a little timestamp right there. So if you want to go back and be able to listen to the segment on, you know, when we were sharing the statistics around how many podcast listeners that there are in the U.S. now, for example, that might be a timestamp you can find in the show notes, and you can click right there and get to that little chunk of audio. Right, and you know, if, if you never have checked out the show notes, um, I mean, we intend those to be a, a, a solid resource um, uh, for each episode. We you know, take great, great care to put those together. Jackie Harmon on our team, shout out to Jackie, does a, a great job of pulling those together. And we've started focusing lately on trying to make them even more useful. So, you know, we've done more to help to organize them and, um, you know, create different segments of, of content within them. Um, we've put, you know, richer content into them. They're so, so starting to add in videos. We always link to resources that we reference in the uh, in each episode. Um, so doing more of that and just really trying to make those a, a rich resource. Um, and really for a number of reasons. I mean, one is just very practical on our end for search engine optimization being found. Um, but then also, you know, if you are listening uh, and you want to go back yourself and be able to review and, and, and reflect, um, you have that as a resource to do that. Um, 
the podcast is also a great tool to use with teams too, and we're, and we're trying to support that more going forward. So that's part of the reason to organize the show notes. Everybody can listen to an episode, uh, have those show notes to refer to. We're thinking about potentially putting together, you know, discussion guides for some episodes, or at least uh, start start doing clear, you know, reflection questions or discussion questions that we would add to each episode. And we'd lo- we'd love to hear feedback from listeners on that. If you if that is something you would like to, to see, definitely comment on this episode, um, again, at leadinglearning.com slash episode 200, or send us an email at uh, leadinglearning at tagoras.com. We'd love to, to hear your perspective on that. And another aspect we want to explore more, we've done a little bit of this, is is the idea of, of curating ourselves, some right. self-curation. Um, and I know, uh, Jeff, you've spent some time putting together kind of uh, the, um, the, the informal business, learning business curriculum. That's right. I mean, you know, we've done 200 episodes at this point, so we have to start doing some work to help make sure people can get the value out of those. Because it is, we try to create mostly perennial type content. I mean, this today, this is, you know, an event-based uh, uh, sort of episode. Um, but most episodes are going to be things that you can return to over time. So we want to make those easy to find. So like you said, recently we created an, an informal learning business curriculum. That's actually right now, um, it's saved to the top of the homepage on leadinglearning.com. So you go to leadinglearning.com and you'll see it there. It's also the most shared uh, item we have on the site right now. You can see that over in the right rail. And we're going we're gonna to be doing that with some other items, um, you know, leading up to this show and, and afterwards. Uh, for example, we've, you know, we've talked with a lot of people who are really kind of rock stars in the whole, you know, learning and development world. I think we're going to pull together a post on that. People like, you know, uh, Will Tallheimer. Um, uh, we have Jane Bozarth coming up. You know, she's somebody that would uh, be on there. So um, putting that type of thing together. And we'll make that obvious on the site. Um, we also encourage you to, to follow us over on LinkedIn. If you go to leadinglearning.com slash LinkedIn, that'll put you on our LinkedIn page. And that's another place where we'll, we'll put some of that curation together to to help you get as most, much value out of the content on the Leading Learning site as possible, which goes beyond podcasts. It's not just the, the podcast, there are blog posts, there are other sorts of resources, there's the webinar series, the newsletter, um, so all of that, uh, and, and helping to, to curate that more. And that is a, a recent-ish uh, change for us. Right. We really have moved our blogging um, from the Tagore side over to Leading Learning. We really are seeing Leading Learning as the home for um, the identity uh, of the third sector of the, the learning business professional, and that's where we're trying to, to house the, the variety of resources that we make available. Right. And, you know, as we go forward, um, we're going to be looking at our, our content model, our, our business model, um, flash briefings uh, that you're going to typically get over a, a smart speaker, something we're going to look at uh, doing going forward. I mentioned Kiki Latalian earlier. She started doing some of that with, um, with her podcast, uh, and uh, that's, that's something we're going to be looking into. We're going to be looking at um, possibly uh, a community aspect, uh, not just to the podcast, but to the leading learning site in general. And we've done various things with community over time, but uh, maybe looking at that as both um, kind of the content model, possibly part of the business model um, going forward that may be a a paid community. Uh, We still need to to work through that. But um, I mean, part of what we do uh, at Tagoras and through leading learning is to try to to try things out, to walk the walk, um, you know, and, and figure out what works and what doesn't and, and report back on it. So, you know, we've done that with our virtual events. We're, we've done that with the podcast. Um, we'll continue to do that as we experiment uh, with new aspects of the content model, new aspects of the business model. 
one aspect of the business model that has been um, successful for us. It's helped uh, leading learning to be possible and, and to grow as a podcast and that we are going to continue to expand and, and, and work on and figure out you know, new and better ways to, to work with uh, companies on is sponsorship. Um, we have had success with uh, sponsorship, you know, once we got up and running and really started to get the, the, the audience uh, listening. And uh, so this is probably another great time to uh, give a, a nod to um, another one of our uh, sponsors for this quarter of the Leading Learning Podcast. Com Partners helps learning businesses conceive, develop, and fulfill their online education strategy. Their solutions begin with Elevate LMS, an award-winning learning platform that provides a central knowledge community and drives learner engagement. To extend the value of Elevate, CompartNers provides a wide range of online education services, including curriculum design, instructional design, fully managed webinars, webcasts, live stream programs, and virtual conferences. Find out more at leadinglearning.com slash CompartNers. So again, definitely do uh, visit CompartNers. Uh, uh, CompartNers has been very supportive of our work in, in general uh, over the years and um, uh, certainly a great presence in the, the learning business. So do pay them a visit. And uh, I think we're probably getting, getting to the end of what it makes sense to, to cover here in, uh, in episode 200. Um, so as we're exiting here from Podcast Movement 2019 in Orlando, we will say that... Uh, you should go and visit those show notes that, uh, that we talked about as part of the episode. You can always find those very easily if you just know what the episode number is. Just go to leadinglearning.com slash episode number. And in this case, it's leadinglearning.com slash episode 200 to get the very rich and useful show notes for this episode. As always, we would appreciate a rating and review. If you can carve out just a couple minutes to do that, we would be truly grateful for that. You can uh, go to uh, leadinglearning.com slash Apple. That will put you in the right place to leave a rating and review um, on, on Apple Podcasts for us. And if you don't use Apple Podcasts, you know, wherever you do get your podcast, there's going to be you know, some sort of review mechanism there, uh, rating, review please do that. It, it really does make a world of difference in, in, in people finding us. And, uh, you know, if you go and look, you'll see reviews that are already there um, and what people are saying. And that'll, that'll give you some inspiration. It's, it's pretty easy to write up something quickly and it'll help us know, you know, what, that, that you find the podcast valuable and, that, uh, and why you find it valuable. And again, it helps others find it too, because it's much more likely to pop up in, in a search uh, if you do that. We'd also be very grateful if you're not already a subscriber to Leading Learning to please subscribe. Um, there are a variety of ways to do that. You'll see those on any uh, of the show notes for the episode or go to leadinglearning.com slash podcast and you will see all of the variety of ways to subscribe, whether that's on Apple, whether it's on Stitcher, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on, we're on iHeartRadio or on Pandora. You can subscribe on any Android device. So we've got it, we've got it covered. Wherever there are podcasts, you can find Leading Learning. And of course, um, as we said at the outset of this episode, we are truly grateful for everyone who's helped to make the podcast possible all along the way, including our sponsors. So we would be grateful if you would take a minute to check out those sponsors and you can find out more about Com Partners and all they have to offer at leadinglearning.com slash compartners. And you can find out more about Authentic Learning Labs and its offerings at leadinglearning.com slash authentic. And last, but certainly not least, uh, podcasts are just a, a great thing to share with the, the people that, that you know and respect and, and perhaps love. Uh, that might be your team at work, uh, as we said, you know, using the podcast as sort of a social learning object that, uh, that you can have some fruitful discussion around. 
are getting out there on social media, uh, tweeting about it, uh, sharing it on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash leading lifelong learning. We uh, welcome you there. And of course, you can share on Facebook any, any way you do it. We'd be truly grateful if you would let your world know about the Leading Learning Podcast. And so with that, that's a wrap. And we'll see you next time on the Leading Learning Podcast.